Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, our sexuality, and our pleasure so that we can smash the fucking patriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. And in this week's Pussy News, we talk about Joe Biden's sexual assault allegations, how sex workers are being screwed out of stimulus money, and sex toys are more popular than ever during COVID-19. If you're a returning listener, please take the time to subscribe to our podcast and rate us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. So I guess we start with Joe Biden. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker. I know. We we did always know Creepy Joe, but... Right, because last year there were, I guess there were seven women that came forward, and Tara Reid, who is this recent accuser, was one of them, but she didn't go into the detail that she has now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess on March 24th, she did a podcast where she accused him of... Like basically cornering her in a hallway, kissing her, and then sticking his fingers inside of her, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah, and then apparently he said to her, you're nothing to me. Yeah, I thought that that one... That was terrible. And, like, I think the main thing about this that is getting me is that it's not getting any media coverage. Mm -mm. Not a, a single... The New York Times, I think, took... 19 days before they even wrote a fucking story on it, which is insane. And then they were very discrediting. And now... Yeah, they they basically said there's, like, no weight to these allegations at all. When in reality, I was reading um, kind of a comparison between the Kavanaugh accusations, and these are actually more backed up than than with Christine Blasey Ford. And Biden, even in 2018, when uh, Brett Kavanaugh was going down, he was quoted as saying, we need to believe women, especially when it comes to assault regarding men in power. So, like, dude, listen listen to your own words. What happened to hashtag believe women, Joe Biden? And just, like, what happened to hashtag believe women Democrats? Like, it's yeah. like... <laughs> It's like when it's convenient for you. I I have this quote AOC said about it. She was asked about it and she said, I think it's legitimate to talk about these things. And if we want, again, if we want to have integrity, you can't say, you know, both believe women, support all of this until it inconveniences you, until it inconveniences us. Because that's like, it's just like, oh, we can pretend this isn't happening because we're scared of, this dude getting of Trump getting reelected, right. but how are we supposed to stay consistent? And that's just, I mean, we're just giving leverage for other women not to be believed too. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, this, like this woman really, she has gone to, well, she filed a complaint with the D.C. police. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, oh, which I is know. supposed That's to the be worst in place. Uh, and they wouldn't help her. Well, and even when she was assaulted, this was back in 1993, she went up 
like the chain of command like you're supposed to do through work. Like she did all the right things that you're told you have to do when you file a sexual harassment complaint. And then she was demoted. She I think she said she was put in like a windowless office. Then she was ostracized. And then she eventually quit because it was it was miserable for her. And then like years later she went to the Times Up organization. And they were initially helping her, but then they said that this would jeopardize their nonprofit tax status because it involved a federal candidate. And I, but I believe that somebody who's involved with Times Up also were, you know, has close ties to with Biden. With Anita Dunn, yeah. So she is Biden's top political strategist, and she worked with Harvey Weinstein when all that shit was going down. So I'm like, this fucking lady, she seems like bad news. Yeah, and it's like, how do we, how do you address something like this? I feel like, I feel like that's the thing about, um, I don't know, like we have, we don't have a system in place to address any of these allegations, you know? And I mean, I think when we saw the Kavanaugh hearings, that was a great example but i mean we go back and look at the tape of joe biden questioning anita hill too if oh, you want to see some yeah. more disgusting denial of sexual abuse and i just feel like how the fuck did we start out in this election with all of these qualified women candidates mm-hmm. only to end up with two like do i always just get to choose between two abusers or two people who are oh, I associated know. with abusers yeah and I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I mean, you feel like you're backed into a corner. It's like, oh well, I guess I'm gonna vote for this. I, I don't fuck, I don't fucking know. It's so hard, and I feel like he's he's just been able to get away with not even answering. I mean, he's been in tons of interviews. I watched him on Jesus and Miro the the other night, and no, not a single fucking person has directly asked Joe Biden. And do they do they have discussions about that beforehand? How is AOC oh, getting sure asked about do. it? Yeah, like, oh, you're not allowed yeah. to... He would just be like, duh, uh, 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 which is how he conducts most of right. his interviews. Right, yeah. Talking about like a record player or something like play yeah. records for your babies. I, <laughs> I uh, it's just it's it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, um, but he he did he was like his answers for it or were like I'm I'm gonna apo- I apologize if they felt this way, but I'm not apologizing because I did anything wrong. I will do better in the future. In regards to that women. was for this. That was the sniffing, though. That was his oh sniffing right. Apology. That was just the sniffing. Yeah, he hasn't apologized or for addressed actual sexual this, assault. Yeah, this allegation at all. But yeah, he was, you know. And it's like maybe I made people uncomfortable. Like, well, bro, like, yes, you, there are so many tapes. There's so many compilations of him like creepily touching women, giving them shoulder massages, touching little girls, putting his hands through their hair. Like you yeah. don't know these people like that, and it's and it's not. I don't know. I mean, I if Democracy Now will post it um, in the show comments, but Democracy Now has an interview with Tara Reid, mm-hmm. which, by the way, it's very confusing that her name is. I know because you're the one who told me about it. Actually, no, I think it was Daniel. I was like Tara Reid, the actress. <laughs> What? I know. My husband, he keeps laughing about it every time, too, like picturing 
her. Yeah. <laughs> it's very different. But, uh, but I mean, it's really, her story is very compelling. And it's like, people want to say, oh, well, why didn't you, I mean, always it's the same thing, except yeah. for now the quote liberal media, including the Washington Post and the New York Times are being like, well, why didn't she come forward sooner? Why didn't she say something? And it's like, she did. Well, how- she went through her job. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. She t- and she told other people in her life. I think she told her therapist, I believe, and her brother. And her mom. And her mom, but her mom has since passed away. Yeah. And how do you even begin to hold these people accountable? But, you know, if he, if this is just going to be the new, I don't know. It's like, I just don't know how we make ethical choices about things like this. If, you know, like when these things come up, it's like, there should be some kind of investigation process. And I suppose that they're relying on journalists to do that uh, at this point. But, I mean, obviously everyone's so afraid of Trump getting reelected that they're just not touching it at all. Yeah, I think that's definitely, like, the main thing that's going on right now. I mean, especially New York Times, they, they're they always backing the the centrist liberal anyway, so... I listened to an NPR piece about it today, too. And, I mean, it's just the tone is so... (sighs) Sexual harassment and assault just does not have party lines. And I don't understand why. It just seems like it's ruining it for all the future people who are going to come forward, you know, with their allegations. Because they're going to always just say, well... It's it's never fair. And for all the people who were like, oh, Brett Kavanaugh had it rough. When you compare it to this, you're like, oh, well, he did. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, not to say that he doesn't. He deserved uh, every bit of that. Right. Well, deserved him. He's not even like anything bad happened to him. I mean, that's in the end. He was emotionally upset. Yeah. He had to yell. He had to yell at people. He had to yell and scream and cry a little bit. Meanwhile, and bring out his Christy, calendar. The de- I mean, and then the death threats. I mean, that's all that Tara Reid wanted from Times Up was basically protection from what was going to be happening. You know, she knew she was going to face this onslaught of threats and everything. But then they are saying, "Oh, well, she's a Sanders supporter, and it was a last ditch effort to." Oh, I know. And they also brought up something about like she wrote this like Russian fictional Ugh. piece and I'm like what the fuck does that if she was in a writer's group and she was just writing like a romantic story about Russia and then they were saying like oh it's like a conspiracy she's like a Russian sympathizer and she's working with you know Trump or Putin or whatever it's just so ridiculous yeah anything I, I, to discredit her I feel like my I brought it up to my aunt who like is one of these people who watches the news hundred percent of her life, you know, and they're not they're not covering it anywhere. Oh yeah, no, not I at mean, all. And I, I mean, I wonder in the general election. I mean, it's like Trump's not exactly going to be the person to bring it up. Although you never know. I mean, he he brought all he of might. Bill Clinton's accusers, even though right, you know, he has he has I believe like twelve allegations on him. And it's just like, is it one pussy grabber or another? Is that is that all I ever get? Uh, right now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, think piece by this guy, Ezra Brain. <laughs> I wonder if his last name's actually Brain. <laughs> um, 
but he had a quote that saying the Time's Up organization is founded and funded by capitalist feminists. So that's the problem with this is you have people with money is always going to win in these circumstances. Uh, they're not going to protect the people who are getting sexually assaulted, even if the organization is designed for that. It's just money's going to win. It's going to cancel it out. The only way to do it is uh, is doing workers against their bosses. So basically, yeah, <laughs> and proletariat uprising. Right. Well, I mean, it seems like that 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 I mean, you have to operate outside of the traditional methods of bringing it up. I mean, and even because they're not I mean, designed think, to protect you. It feels like the media is the last resort of of the right. way that you would go, though. Yeah. And then because how do you get? get yeah, exactly. She's buried. Like, her whole story is completely yeah. buried. And so I think, you know, if if you are listening and you haven't read about it, I would uh, take some time to learn some more about it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you still have valid questions to ask yourself. I feel like as a woman, like, which candidate? I mean, neither of that. This is why we need fucking women in leadership. But which candidate is going to be worse? Because, I mean, I... Honestly, the judicial appointments are kind of the the thing that's holding me. Like, if we keep getting more of the, we could really lose abortion rights. I feel like if in four more years, of- it's it's definitely scary. I mean, right now in Texas, abortions discontinued because of COVID nineteen. Meanwhile, in in England, they're like, how can we use telehealth medicine to help you get your abortion? Oh. Yeah, they're actually trying. I saw it on the Vagina Museum. I hope it's Instagram not a DIY. Page. Well, no, they have like, you can take like the pill, you know, there's the, like they're trying to keep abortions at home as much as possible because you can get the the pill version right. if it's early enough on in the situation. But, but yeah, um, I think we just, I mean, we all have a responsibility to at least examine these claims to some degree. And honestly, I feel like... Um, you know, this only fuels the whole fake news journalism type situation when you just blatantly ignore something like this, which would be mm-hmm. one of the biggest things possible during um, during a campaign, you know. So I think that it's we got to call out the the New York Times and the Washington Post and NPR like stop. And they're the way that these articles are written are such so victim blamey, you know, and then on, honestly, a lot of what I was reading about this was from pretty right wing sources because they're like, Oh, liberals, you know, you don't care about this all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. There's political cartoons going around about it and stuff like that. Um, you know, like some exclusions apply when it comes to Mm. sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So it either has to be all of it. Um, all everyone, it has to be everyone, and I think, and I think someone has to get up the guts to just ask this man. I mean, we're if they're live on Zoom half the time anyway with him in his living room or whatever. Just bring it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So, I guess next we can talk about how sex workers are getting fucking screwed once again. Mm-hmm. Out of money for. I've been trying to get my honestly. I've been trying to get my hands on this money too, but it's for my small business, right? But, um, but legal sex workers are specifically denied uh, funding from these these small business loan programs that are available because it said 
She's she's sniffing. She does this to get attention. Um, she's sniffing at the door loudly. Oh, wait. Did you hear me talking about you? Good. She's deaf, so I don't know. Sometimes I think she's just fucking with me. Faker. Yeah, I know. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this uh, $2 trillion bailout uh, excludes sex workers. Uh did you see what like the the clause was called? I, yes, I actually went on Google prurient. and got it. To, prurient. Is that how you say prurient. it? Prurient. Prurient. Yeah, I just I looked it up and then got Google to say it for me. Nice. And that's what she was saying. Prurient, which apparently means having or encouraging excessive interest in sexual matters. I would say we are prur- prurient by definition. I know we're not going to be able to apply for those small business. We loans. can't get that that ABS loan. But the very <laughs> first page of the online application for this is: you cannot present live performances of a prurient sexual nature or derive directly or indirectly more than de minimis gross revenue through the sale of products or services or the presentation of any depictions or displays of a prurient sexual nature. First line. Uh- I wonder if that applies to even sex toys. But I actually saw I was wondering that, that too. Because I I applied. I applied there's there's this thing called the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program and then the EIDL loans. I don't I don't remember economic impact something. Um and I actually ran across that question. Like there's only like, I don't know, seven to 10 questions on there. And one of them mm-hmm. is about whether or not you get your money from sex. And this isn't like, we're not talking about illegal sex work. We're no, this is all legal, legal sex. Like it excludes everyone who works in the legal sex industry. Strippers, porn performers, producers, directors. Ah, sex toy manufacturers. So, yeah, they're not eligible. But their business is fucking booming right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky for them. <laughs> but, but yeah, and they've, I mean, they've already run out of money for the programs anyway. So I got my email. I tried to apply for it in, like, three different places. But nothing happened. So they were, like, they're well going for dry. the second round. Well, yeah, and they basically, all these banks decided, which makes, I mean, it makes sense in terms of time for banks to make the loans to, like, in over a million dollar amounts, like huge loans to huge companies only, but really, the act, so the actual, like, small business owners aren't receiving funds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it's already, like, if you're, if you're a woman and you're a small business owner, you're already at a disadvantage as it is, and then to have lack of access to this plus um a lot of these you know i'm sure a lot of these performers are they're all trying to move their work online right now people have less money what are their other options yeah you're just all of a sudden in an amateur setup situation you Mm -hmm. know and and you're probably competing like if you were already camming or something then maybe you have a, a client base but if you you know if you were working in you know a strip club or something like that and then you have to shift it to online you can't just build up a following like that right and the other danger is that people may resort to sex work like on the street which is incredibly dangerous 
Yeah, I saw that there are some sex workers that were doing like where you could hire them as your quarantine, like your Ooh. like your long term quarantine quarantine buddy. partner. Yeah, nice. I definitely I've had a lot of single friends who were like loving single life up until you couldn't, you know, go around and just sleep with anyone. But right. where's the line? <laughs> Where's the line, though? Like, I, I was talking uh, with our friend <laughs> last night about it, and they had they were talking to somebody else they knew who was, like, talking to a bunch of people on Tinder and was like, can I, you know, what's the vetting process? Because I do think that, like, physical touch and I, I do think that that's, like, a part of humanity. Oh, my God, yes. And, and I think, like, you could, I mean, I wouldn't say just, like, have a bunch of partners, but maybe if you vet them on some video chatting first. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, had, I would say that's fine. I would have sex with someone at this point. Well, I mean, especially how long is this going to last? Like, what if we're in here for the next year? Like, you can't just, God. you know, you have to just, I think you have to find a balance between safety and mental stability oh for sure i mean you could like if you're really worried you can have a thermometer on hand and like before they come into the door just pop that in their mouth you know quick temperature check wear face masks no kissing or yeah exactly yeah i i feel like there's got to be some way around it but um but yeah, I mean, it, this is just another example that like the legitimacy of sex work is denied by our traditional economy. Mm-hmm. And Trump of all people, come on. He's been dealing in the sex work industry and oh, exactly. You know, like yeah, way to turn Vegas on your people, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um you know. Yeah, so this but this is a clause that's in SBA back loans anyway. So And this was started in 1995 by President Bill Clinton, who I would also say (laughs) sex workers are his people as well. I mean, he's he's had his hand in his prurient abilities. (laughs) So, yeah, people who who run, uh, you know, homemade porn, porn porn sites or anything, they're excluded from these small business loans anyway. Oh, wow. To begin with, I wonder if we've talked about like some kinds of businesses that would be, wow, Tuna's really back. Really sniffing up a storm. I've been throwing Um, pens at her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I wonder if that would exclude us. Like, if we. (laughs) Damn it. That hit the guitar, (laughs) not the dog. (laughs) Um, I wonder if they, I wonder if. Like if we wanted to start a business where we were selling sex toys or feminist art or, you know, we've talked about. We could not get some, a small business loan. That's for sure. We we would find a way. Oh, yeah. We'd, we'd, I mean, we'd have to fund it some other way. But the interesting thing is, though, that they do cover for this, uh, for this bailout, they do cover um, sex therapists and authors of erotic novels. Oh, well. I mean, sex therapists seem like they would be probably extra important during this time. Yeah. But anyway, the good news is if you are a sex worker, you still can qualify for basic unemployment benefits. So, you know, that's that 
money for the small businesses probably are, I mean, it did already run out anyway. So, um, but right. in the meantime, for the reapproval, you can reach out to your Congress people and ask them to include prurient activities. <laughs> um, you can use the hashtag prurient and proud. And that's P R U R I E N T. Yes. Yep. Nice. That's what, that's what I hear on the Twitter. Um, okay. <laughs> but anyway, and if you. <laughs> Our last topic for today is about sex toys because people need them now oh more gosh, than ever. Yeah. Not only, even if you're with a partner, you know, now you might have some extra time to try out all of those things. You know, you got to spice it up and uh, people are just getting more creative in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, you're, I re- you're quarantined, either you're single or you're quarantined with a partner. So what else are you going to do? Right. And I read that Adam and Eve's end game sales are up 30%. Each day for the past week. Each day? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Holy shit. I, uh, a friend of ours ordered their new sex toys right before the beginning of this, and so I've been jealous. regretting it ever since. And because I, I visited Adam and Eve them. for the first time ever. Their website. You mean, I never. Oh. Uh, are they, never, is it good? Yeah, there's there's so many things. I mean, it's a pretty well-designed website, I would say. It, uh, the categories are easy to easy to follow. You got your rabbit, you got your G-spot stimulators, you got your clit stimulators. There's a couple section, which I thought was really interesting. That's also on the rise, like couples, cock rings, and vibrators. Ooh. There's an increase in those sales. Um, do you want to hear the I top sellers? Really- you have the top sellers? I got the top sellers for Adam yeah. and Eve. The Satisfier Pro 2. You know, anal beads are not on there. But oh. I was I was thinking of maybe like a, a little plug, an anal butt plug. I was a like, maybe plug. I'll, you know, introduce my butt to this. Start that stretching process yeah. that we oh, talked God. about. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Adam and Eve G-Spot vibrator and the Adam and Eve Rabbit vibrator. Nice. I've heard good I've things had, about the rabbit. I had the rabbit once, and it wasn't positioned correctly. Like, it was just squishing mm. my my clit. Like, I it feel you. It was yep. hurting me. Oh. But, yeah, it was it was unpleasant. Um, I read, too, that, like, the, the dist for social distancing, the, the mm. sex toys that use technology, you know, that you can, like, control, like we were talking about before, oh. where you can control it from your phone. Those are on the rise because that's a great way to stay connected, you know. If you were even in, like, a minimally long-distance relationship, like, let, like let's say you lived, you know, you just lived, like, an hour away from each other or something, you might not get to see each other anymore. So that's a really good way to add things in. Um, yeah, those are cool. But uh, I was cracking up because the Amazon... Well, I mean, I wasn't cracking up at this part, but the Amazon workers are upset, obviously, because they are just in unsafe working conditions. And their one union leader was out there being like, dildos are not essential. (laughs) But apparently Amazon prioritized their products based on like essential, what they qualify as essential. And they really kept dildos up there. Wow. But again, like self, I don't know. I think self-care items are essential. I do too. Yeah. But I can understand why he didn't want to be, you know, touching a bunch of dildos during the day. 
Right, right. When they can't I mean, get, you know, regular PPE equipment. Yeah, I mean, they should just be generally protected. It's a, it's not the dildo's fault. It's just Jeff That's Bezos. That's true. <laughs> We're misplacing the anchor here he's, on the dildos. He's, he's too busy sending dick pics to have time to address his workers' needs. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, so yeah, if you guys, if anybody out there has ordered a new sex toy that you want to recommend, I'm really, yes. I think I'm going to get us something. Um, oh, dude, me I, who too. Knows, who knows how long it's going to take for it to get here, though. That's my True. only concern. Another company, um, which I didn't know existed, but it's super cute. It's called Emoji Bader. They're, they're vibrators and they're emojis. It's really cute. There's a cucumber, there's an eggplant, there's a chili pepper, a banana. You would like that one, Grace. Um, there's a little kitty, um, and it's got like a long tail and a ball. So I'm assuming that the kitty goes on the clit and then the ball goes wherever hole you want. I think, I don't know. (laughs) Wow, but I like that. Th- yeah, this uh, company has seen 225% increase in sales and a 345% increase in online sales alone. Yeah, and their shit's super gotten, cute. So. We got to <gasps> double, we got to get in on sex toys. We just got to invest now. It's and they have pasties. Oh. Unicorn glitter pasties and sloth pasties. Sloth pasties? I'm looking at them right now. Sloth boobs. <laughs> wow. Are there? Do they have the tails? They're $10. What was that? Do they have the tails? The no, just heads. Oh. Just heads right on the nips. <laughs> I also read, you know, if you're short on cash, if you're dealing with economic distress right now, which I think a lot of people are for yeah. sure, you know, homemade sex stories are still an option, but apparently you have to use caution I was reading that they recommend that if you're trying to use something as a dildo to put a condom on it, um, hmm. just for not just for sanitary reasons, but also because like, let's say you're going to fuck a cucumber. You don't want it to break off inside of you oh. or whatever you're using. No. So the condom kind of holds whatever you're using all together. Um, and electric toothbrushes are always a good option. That's a really common one. But I guess there have been some cases of doctors seeing people coming in who've been inserting things into themselves in a, a dangerous manner. So always use safety with your household, yeah. with your household sex toys. Um, again, I can personally recommend the hairbrush, um, but it can be pretty stiff. I have a hairbrush <laughs> now, though, that has like a squishy. Have you ever seen the kinds that have like a squishy end? Huh, okay. I haven't ever, I haven't used it for that purpose because I have other equipment available, right. thankfully. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you are, if you're thinking about starting a sex toy company, it seems like now's the time because sex may never look the same again. I think after this, you know, people are probably going to maybe consider more. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> People are going to people are going to consider, you know, I think it's going to take a while before you just go back to your normal process. You're, you might increase your vetting process for, you know, sexual like hookups and stuff like that. Oh, you know, you yeah. Might, like Corona 
while not an STD, I think is, I don't know, you're just not going to put your mouth on anyone's mouth or genitals right away. No, definitely without, not. Without knowing some more information. <laughs> I wanted to mention, okay. though, Dame products. Um, we've mentioned them before. It's a women's owned vibrator company, but they're giving, they're donating 1% of their sales to the food bank in New York. So if you want to get it on and also support a good cause that can help right now, that's a good company to go to. Yeah. And support, support your sex workers. If you, if you have any like existing relationships, Venmo, Venmo some money over or like help out that community. And I mean, Adam and Eve, I don't think is woman owned. So if you are going to order sex products, maybe consider, consider some woman owned companies too. Yeah. Um, We can help those entrepreneurs out there, but uh, we'll be back next week. With, with another, another top. topic. With another topic. You know what I want to talk about? <laughs> we can talk about this later. But I want to know about dental dams. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, what the fuck is a dental dam? Not sure. <laughs> Where do you get one? How do you use it? Still I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, thanks to Bombay Gasoline for our theme music. You can find them on Spotify. And don't forget to like and subscribe to Come Queens. We also have yep. an Instagram. Come oh, Queens yeah. podcast. We never mention that anymore, but we've been we've been getting some nice new followers on yeah. there. And uh, and there's some good feminist art on there too that we've shared that you can support now during this time too. Yeah, and if you have a suggestion who our next feminist art Friday uh, you want to be, just uh, slip in our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.